0: Welcome back to Influencer Chat, recapping the Circle. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Brian. He are here to break down episode nine to thirteen, uh, including the finale of season five of the Circle U.S. on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about here. Uh, we have five episodes to cover. We have a winner to talk about. Uh, we have a, a lot to a lot to digest. Do you have any uh, overarching thoughts here? Before we jump in, Ryan.
1: Yeah, um, one the four, four, four and one schedule makes podcasting very strange, because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like if we had covered all four episodes, you know, like we normally do earlier in the week, um, we would have had almost nothing to talk about for this yep. finale podcast. Which is why we did it this way? Yeah, was, I I think we made the right decision, because um, yeah. this last episode was
0: quick. It was a. Uh it was a a, a lot of nothing (laughs) a lot of nothing
1: and i mean the circle can can be a lot of nothing at times Mm -hmm. uh we know that but this is really just like a bare bones like uh in terms of interesting content so you know this is good i'm excited because we last left off with uh margaret marvin barely surviving the block basically and uh I mean, well, he, he wouldn't survive for much longer. He was, he was pretty dead in the water coming into this batch of episodes.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, like, after, like, even after, like, the the girl shot in episode 7, I think, like, that was pretty much the point where it's like, okay, yeah, Marvin can't win the season. Like, it's just completely unwinnable. Like, whether he gets blocked or whether he, like, somehow is able to sneak through to the end and uh, probably come in fifth, uh, uh, there's no realistic
1: shot for him to win at that point um yeah yeah that plus uh you know it's just him not really realizing his mistake in a meaningful way so that he could even try to do damage control mm-hmm. really was unfortunate but don't cry for marvin because marvin's saying booked. <laughs> um he's gonna be on bb titans which is a african version of big brother i heard i heard mm-hmm. it's like the Nigerian big brother and the South African big brother like coming together. So mm-hmm. he's going to be down on that. I'm sure you'll be very entertaining. I look forward to any clips that come out of that. And uh, you know, d- don't cry for Marvin because he's not, he's not too down. It seems.
0: Yeah. It's the uh, Africa doing what North America can't. I know. Of, uh, right? Well, yeah. people, people have been clamoring for a BB US versus BB cam season for years now. And uh, yeah, we're just getting completely outdone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully, maybe, maybe at some point we'll have the, uh, you know, maybe, maybe once people's, uh, maybe once the stench of BB22 is off of uh, <laughs> of BBUS's all-star pool, mm-hmm. uh, we can move forward something like that. But yeah, uh, this is uh, what his his third uh, reality TV appearance in the last year. Yeah, and, uh, and
1: he was narrowly on American Big Brother. I don't know yeah. if like going on an international season disqualifies you from American Big Brother, but maybe BBKN is next. Who knows.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't for BBKN necessarily. Yeah. We've had uh, two international alums and almost a U.S. alum end up mm-hmm. on uh, B-B-K-N, So
1: Yeah, speaking of which... I'm so yeah. fucking excited for BBK. That's our next uh, reality podcast. I'm
0: I'm so excited. I am really annoyed still that BBK 10 is not on Paramount Plus yet. Oh, I no. I I need to see you watch that and get your reaction to it finally. Yeah,
1: as soon uh, as it drops, I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, 90%. you can always, you know, borrow a VPN. or you know, that's, that's, that's true, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty I, I get, I get to hard watch. to watch it.
1: I get to watch all the awesome Canadian commercials on yeah. the global site. But uh, yeah, so enough promo for our, our other stuff. Uh, this is, a, you know, an interesting batch. I think a very, like, well, you kind of get, like, the storyline of how Marvin screws himself over and then it kind of led into the storyline of jennifer yeah. uh how they screwed themselves over and ultimately would end up finishing in fifth place um making the finale which is great but not having a chance to really make any noise in the finale unfortunately
0: yeah i mean i i think that like we probably can trace back like it it's very easy to point at a lot of jennifer's mistakes in this third batch of episodes uh, as to why they lost um but like i i would probably trace back tom agreeing with chaz to block sasha over marvin as like probably the moment where like either raven or sam is going to win the season no matter what uh like it, it's basically going to be impossible for anybody else to win the season after that point um which is ironically funny for Chaz because I think that Chaz also like, arguably uh, screws himself over there because uh, like you could say that maybe if Chaz has a downfall but is able to survive it, he comes into a finale with less of a target and is able to like actually squeak through a victory with strategic voting. Whereas here he has basically no shot, in my opinion, even though he got way closer than I think we expected him to.
1: Dude, I I hundred percent expected him to like be like even up to like fourth. So let mm-hmm. alone that he came in second was like crazy to me.
0: Yeah. Um. I after like kind of the sequence, I kind of figured that he came in in second. Uh. Like I I had like a pretty accurate I think guess on what the final ranking was going to be after the like leading into that sequence. Uh. Mm-hmm. And I kind of. Saw Sam's win coming from, like, five or ten minutes into the finale, based off of how they were editing it. Uh, but I definitely, coming into the finale, did not expect Chaz to get as close as he did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I I do agree that the four-episode batch uh, from 9 to 12 was basically, like, the fall of Jennifer. Um, but I don't really... I, I don't know how much higher Jennifer really could have gotten... Even if he didn't make a bunch of unforced errors. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. No. I
1: mean, really, really, it was just like Brett and uh, Xanthi were just holding on for dear life, just like trying mm. to do whatever they could just to get to the end. Let alone uh, yeah. have a chance to win. And unfortunately, cost Tom our, our uh, mm. British is is he a noble? I don't know. A, a, I don't know, but he lives in the Tower of London. He's made that abundantly clear. He yeah, invited I, them to the Tower of London.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's like funny. the he's like the equivalent of like the the Secretary of Agriculture in terms mm. of like uh, you know if if these like thirty seven people all like get hit <laughs> by a meteor at the same time, then he might become like the prince or something.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're pulling for you, Tom. <laughs> our first, our first reality royal.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, it depends how you uh, how you count. Uh, what's that, what's that called? Uh, what was the what was the fake dating show where everyone where people were pretending oh to date? Oh my god! Yeah. Harry, the, uh, Harry? Oh uh, my god! I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah.
1: there's like, about, it do you like, want to
0: marry yeah, Harry you can, or something? Yeah, marry Harry or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh my God, I forgot about that show. Man, yeah. we really do need to one day get
0: like a list of old shows to binge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, uh, we have to do like a most fucked up, you know, reality show tier. Because that's probably top five, top ten. Oh my God, yeah. That was insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's kind of like, you know, it's up there. <laughs> it, was, uh, it caused a lot of, I think, uh, <laughs> mental, uh, you know, Mental anguish, Mm -hmm. long-lasting mental anguish to the contestants. Reminders, yeah.
1: That (laughs) Uh, that one where they made girls get uh, plastic surgery—that was a real fucked-up one.
0: Man, the 2000s were wild.
1: Did not care. Did like? There was not. They didn't. Reality TV producers did not want to hear the word "no." They didn't have Mm. that in their vocabulary. Just every insane
0: show. They were like put it on uh, the ethics standards uh what is that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, know. I know
0: it's so fucked this was like you know when this was in the the small fraction of time uh after reality tv started popping off before you know a broad understanding of mental health was like widely uh understood uh so yeah Real bad time for people who got sucked into that vortex.
1: Hey, you know, the TikTok kids are romanticizing the 2000s now. I hope they bring back the fucked up
0: reality TV landscape. Well, I mean, 2000s. That's, that's what happens consistently. You know, we, we romanticize the 90s, and the, you know, Zoomers have to romanticize the 2000s. All right. Everyone romanticizes the time where they grew up or like right before they grew up. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm very interested, or like, I gotta talk to some Gen X or older millennials and be like, when when our generation was romanticizing the
0: '90s, were you like, that's insane? The mm-hmm. '90s were horrible
1: because yeah. that's how I feel about the 2000s.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at least I'm like even self-aware enough to like understand that about the '90s. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you go back and watch some TV shows from the '90s, and it's just like so much gay panic. Like, an insane amount in every, like, mainstream show.
0: Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Um, anyways, back on track. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's, no, that's fine. It's uh, a good tangent. Uh, you know, also, you know, keep, uh, keep in, in touch. Maybe we'll eventually get to talk about the reality shows that we won't be talking about yes, at some point. Yes, yes. Um, uh, but yeah, so the fall of Jennifer... Uh, Really kind of starts out here in episode nine uh, with uh, the first unforced error of their (laughs) brilliant plan with the hacker twist. Um, So I don't know about you, Brian, but literally as this initial scene of them in the hack in like the inner circle doing the hacker twist played out, Mm -hmm. I I basically was able to predict exactly what happened (laughs) to a T because. nobody okay the second it gets revealed to people that there is a hacker Mm -hmm. exactly what happened is always going to happen which is people are going to care less about the fake information you put out and like that propagating into a lie that matters and people are actually going to care more about figuring out who's the hacker so they can villainize them yeah so from my perspective the literal only way you can play this twist is to try to do it in, like, a smart way where you are sloppy about it in a way that, like, frames somebody else as being the hacker and, like, yeah. not actually care about the information you're trying to frame.
1: Right, with the knowledge that the hacker is going to be revealed, yeah, can you just hack yourself and then, you know have, like, a weird conversation to the point where it's very obviously not you with somebody, and then you're just mm. immediately, and then then, then maybe you can frame, it's like, yeah. well, who would have beef with me? It must mm. be the person who doesn't like me who, like, made me hacked. I don't, I, I 100% <sighs> doubt the circle would let you, unless, like, you're really compelling, and you're like, pitch for this, you
0: know? Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, if you could hack yourself, you would probably it is probably the correct move because it like immediately doesn't like nobody would expect that to be a thing Mm -hmm. uh but i doubt they would let you do that so i think the the smarter thing to do would be to like i don't know like how is how should jennifer have done this probably like hack uh somebody like maybe try to instead of like spreading a negative lie that's very easy to uh, to like fact check, uh, basically like have a conversation with a random person at like make it so random that it's completely impossible to trace and make the like information that you're trying to push be clearly beneficial to uh, another person. So like make it clearly beneficial for Tamira so that when the fake conversation comes out they'll be like oh they were clearly trying to push a narrative that tamira is like a good person or is like you know doing something that's good in my best interest so obviously tamira would be the hacker like that's how you actually as jennifer get heat onto tamira is to frame her for being the hacker if that's your if your your ultimate goal
1: agreed and uh hopefully if someone's listening to this he goes on to the circle someday that
0: you know that's what they do if they get the hacker power yeah i mean i don't know if they'll ever do the hacker power again just because i don't know like in my opinion it kind of flopped uh like i know it created a lot of drama but it didn't really create a lot of like interesting drama for me Mm -hmm. and the more interesting stuff was just like kind of how it reinforced chaz's position in the game um and like some of the conversations with tom and jennifer even were like interesting on paper but like i don't super think that tom was acting very rationally in like a lot of his reasoning even if he ended up doing in my opinion the correct things um so i don't know i i hope they don't do it again uh but if they do it again i hope that the person who gets it is smarter about it
1: agreed we'll we'll have to see but uh yeah, it didn't work, um, but it didn't matter at first because uh, you know Tom got that second influencer slot. Uh, Chad's had number one. Chad's really an impressive game. Like this is almost like the I don't know the circle equivalent of like just doing a run of immunities like in a row. You know, he won. Mm-hmm. He won the influencer five times, right?
0: Uh, I think four, four times. Yeah, I think there was, I think he the only time he doesn't win is his upcoming one with uh, Raven and Sam, uh, where they end up blocking Marvin, finally. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, because he, he was influencer at the start, and then or, yeah, he was influencer at the start, and then he was influencer, like, episode four, and then he was influencer uh, in the second batch, when they uh, ended up blocking uh, Sasha, and then he was super influencer at the end.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's very interesting how they did the hacking too. So it's like, we're going to expose you, but we're going to let the um, secret out. And yep. after the ratings, which is really interesting, and it kind of mm-hmm. like made Sam, you know, second guess her decisions to rate Tamira low um, and definitely definitely kind of put her on like the path to, uh, you know, Be bonded tighter with like Chaz and Reave. Not that they were ever not tight, but this this really solidified them. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's here's the thing, right? Like because, and this is why this kind of feeds back into what I said about like how you should use a hacker power, because it was revealed, and they were able to figure out the conversation that happened, Sam. And Chaz were able to immediately be like, "Oh, Tamira is not the hacker, then, because <laughs> why would she be spreading fake rumors about herself that make her look bad?" Uh, right. Which is exactly why, if you're the hacker in the future, you should do it in a way where you're the Tamira, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it would have this would have been an incredibly smart thing for Tamira to have done if she were the hacker, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it completely clears her and it frames somebody like Jennifer and Tom, so. right?
1: Ultimately, it didn't matter this round because Raven yeah, was 100 percent out on uh, on Marvin, and and I'm, I'm sure Sam was just kind of like, "All right, like if you if you want Marvin out, fine, like no skin off my back." If anything, good for me because I can take Marvin's place.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'll say it straight up that like I think that it, it's <laughs> getting Marvin out was by far the best move for Sam, right? It, it basically eliminated uh, that entire uh, like subsection of the like ratings that were going to be pro Raven. Like Raven getting rid of Marvel was horrible for her. Uh, in, in my opinion, lost her the game. Uh, and uh, so all of that kind of rating uh, like juice or whatever you want to call it that was left over is going to end up seeping back to Sam and is why Sam is in a very pro Sam finale at the very end and why she ends up ultimately winning the season. So it's hilarious because this happens quite a lot, I think, in the circle where people end up advocating for the wrong person to the other influencer and the person who caves is actually in the better spot. Uh, This kind of, I think, happened even with the uh, Brittany and Bruno situation early, even though it didn't really end up having that important of a uh impact so yeah um i agree i think that raven just was like no i want marvin out you're you're giving me information about jennifer and tom that i have no way of cross checking or verifying it's like completely pulled out of your ass and speculative uh whereas i know 100 percent that marvin you know is two-timing me and is like completely untrustworthy um so yeah
1: yeah, makes sense. Too um, bad for Marvin. He's fun uh, on on his time on the circle. Um, I I am excited to see where he ends up next after uh, Big Brother Titans. Probably the challenge. Probably, the, probably the, challenge. Of
0: the challenge. I would assume he would
1: he would probably do well on the challenge. Yeah. He well, was, I saw their, they're they're doing funny. a
0: new. I, I saw Netflix. I think is doing a new reality like dating show. With oh. a bunch of people from other right. Netflix shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's that as handle well. And like The Circle and stuff. Yeah, Joe. Uh, season one. Yeah,
1: Joey's on there. There's a uh,
0: there's like a Chloe, of course. Circle, um, yeah, it's Chloe, of course. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I was surprised to not see Mark on that list. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was too busy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So probably, yeah, probably uh, going to end up being in the uh, in the Big Brother house yeah, when that happens. Is why. Yeah. So
1: I almost feel like they probably like were like, how do we get Chloe back on a show? And then kind mm-hmm. of melt the show out from there. Yeah. I mean look,
0: I I I loved Chloe. Uh, I didn't uh watch too hot to handle. Uh I heard it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of like a, a good like fun like popcorn reality show. Yeah, uh, but I loved Chloe on the circle, so I would love to yeah. see her back on she, she's, yeah. a star. she's a stock. She's a stock to be sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Um but yeah so Marvin good luck on season 2 of that i hope you find love uh <laughs> on, this, on that show um but yeah now kind of begins like the long drawn
0: out downfall of Jennifer yeah um yeah this is kind of where Jennifer loses a lot like particularly with Sam sam is the one that is mostly going to uh To go from like, oh, I love Jennifer, to oh, I hate Jennifer and want her out, Um, and uh, Sam's opinion ends up being pretty important down the stretch. Uh, So losing that and it kind of being uh, like completely unsalvageable, it's pretty much just a nail in her coffin at that point.
1: Yeah, um, I want to give Brett some credit here on um, Big Brother, if you watch that, you kind of saw Brett as a very like loyal to his alliance type of a player. Uh, he did not come in with that energy to the circle at all. Mm-hmm. He was ready to do whatever it took uh, to get to the end, and I, I commend him for that, because that's the kind of player I like to see.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess, what, what, were your, what did you think about the way Tom reacted to the news Uh, initially about the hacker, the speculation from Sam and Chaz that Jennifer was the hacker, and then getting the confirmation from Jennifer afterwards that she wasn't the hacker.
1: I mean, obviously, Tom was a little disappointed. Um, I think he kind of realized in the moment, this is like, okay, the fact that Jennifer was the hacker, I can't, like, care about. Like, Jennifer is my only ally at this point. Um and clearly he did not expect Jennifer to you know spike him in the ratings mm-hmm. um, or he would have done the same. So I think maybe he gets to the end if he does that, but he do- he doesn't seem like that type of player right now,
0: you know Yeah, I think the the one thing that I noticed was he very much was harping on this idea that Jennifer lied to him, uh, which I didn't really get. Because from my perspective, as a viewer, at least, Jennifer never actually lied to Tom. Uh, Obviously, there were lies by omission. And obviously, Jennifer is a catfish. So obviously, from that perspective, that is a lie. But I don't really, I could never really understand what Tom thought the lie was. I don't know if you had any insight on that yeah
1: obviously it's either by omission uh, he expected like jennifer to just tell him or perhaps they just didn't show a conversation where they Mm -hmm. had it where they just like checked in and were like are you the hacker no okay i
0: believe you you know yeah 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 i mean that kind of makes sense i guess i just it that kind of like I, it, it felt to me like he was very much getting sidetracked on that. Yeah. Uh, from my perspective, incorrect detail, uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, caring more about uh, doing damage control. Uh, uh, in particular, I think uh, more so than the hacker fiasco, uh, Tom's game probably takes a dip because of uh, Sasha's uh, you know, message that we kind of glossed over a little bit where for some reason, I guess probably out of uh, either the producers told him to or out of annoyance or spite or whatever that they <laughs> he was rejected and blocked, uh, uh, Shubi decides to drop the, uh, oh, I made a revolution chat uh, with the, the five new players, uh, neglecting obviously to say that it went absolutely nowhere and, and nobody else bought into it, <laughs> clearly. Um, so I don't know. What was your kind of thoughts on that
1: situation? Yeah, I mean, that's it's kind of unfortunate um, because it's not like any of the other players were into it, like you said. So they yeah. kind of got, like, guilt by association for something that they didn't even participate in. Yeah. You know, it's like getting arrested for robbing a convenience store when you were like, sitting in your car outside of it, not, like, paying attention.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I also this is another instance of me with Tom where I'm just kind of like shaking my head where he's like, Oh, my biggest mistake was not, you know, uh, telling everybody about this immediately and like groveling at their feet for forgiveness. Yeah, right. And I was like, uh, I mean, no, your biggest mistake was blocking Sasha because uh, that kind of set off the dominoes. And the, at that point, the dominoes were kind of falling over, you know, there was not really much you could have done to stop them. Uh, it's not like I... uh, if, if he had, you know, groveled at Chaz's feet and said, Hey, I'm sorry that I was dragged into this chat, said nothing, and then moved on with my life. Uh, Chaz right. would have been like, oh, oh, of course, Tom, you can have second place now instead of Raven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, No, I mean, he's still going to choose Raven and Sam over you. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I,
1: we talked about it. Um, I think, well, did we talk about it on the podcast? I want to say we did, where this probably would have been the right decision for a lot of the players to just do. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) So it's like, like, no, you know, shame in Shuby's game going for this. Uh, More just like unfortunate the other players didn't realize that this was the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was like, uh, I don't know, we see this a lot in Survivor and occasionally in Big Brother, right, where Uh, the underdogs have a technical numeric majority, uh, over what is like considered the majority Alliance, even though it's like theoretically, technically a minority group, uh, but because they can't actually coalesce, it doesn't matter. Uh, and actually, I actually, it probably happens more often in big brother, uh, than in survivor because in survivor, it's usually a little bit more straightforward. Um, so it's, it's not uncommon, uh. And I think in, in the circle, it's also a lot harder because uh, a lot of stuff is way more anonymous uh, with, with your rankings and votings. And uh, a lot of things also are a lot harder to communicate because you're basically having like one chat a day and these decisions are happening. In the course of like two to three days so you basically have like one to two conversations to really solidify an alliance with these people that you like barely know um so yeah you kind of have to have like uh like org mentality where it's like oh i don't actually care about the social uh element here i care about the on paper strategic uh correct you know uh vanessa russo decision where it's like take emotions out of it uh, where is everybody's priorities lie? Yeah.
1: So you're saying if she came in there and was like, Gabe,
0: theoretically speaking, uh, yeah. our best <laughs> move
1: is to do this.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't work. Uh, what's, what's your incentives? What's your incentives? Yeah. yeah. The incentives. yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. Vanessa so much.
1: Oh, icon. <laughs> <laughs> these, these old players, they're like, silly. <laughs> She's really like, when. When you know? Like I heard like the term gaslighting. I didn't fully understand it until I watched Vanessa play Big Brother, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's what gaslighting is. That is very effective in, in <laughs> her hands, anyways."
0: Yeah, yeah, no, big. Uh, you know, we we stand Vanessa Russo in this podcast oh, and yeah. uh, all of our podcasts. um yes. yeah. If we have, if a, we have literally...
1: yeah, Mount Rushmore of our favorite, yeah. she would be on it for sure.
0: Um yeah, talk about why BB22 is a dog shit season. Uh because Vanessa russo wasn't on it. Yep, Um, exactly. Oh my god.
1: Her in that house would have been chaos.
0: Yeah. Definitely wouldn't have had a committee in the final six. No. Or final seven or whatever.
1: Even Rachel Um, Riley would have shaken up that game, I feel like a lot.
0: Anyways, getting saturated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess you didn't know we don't like Big Brother 22 on these on this network.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, you know, I I would probably not have multiple tangents where I talk about hating it on a completely separate uh, television show podcast uh, if I didn't have to podcast an entire season about it (laughs) fucking slog through it. Um,
1: Yeah, that definitely didn't help. Yeah, so (laughs) no, no, it didn't help at all. But uh, yeah, so we have like a double twist, which was surprising to me. Because I didn't expect them, I expected like, a, maybe like a twist, a normal round and a twist rather than mm-hmm. a normal round and then two rounds that were one twist kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Tom is getting the guilt by association with Jennifer for what they did. Um Brett realizes that they're going to be the bottom two pretty much no matter what. And they have to just put Thomas as their last place if they have any hope. And I think ultimately that was correct. And ultimately they probably would have gone out if they hadn't done that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, uh, and as far as a twist go, I, I think that like super influencer for the final round makes a lot of sense. I think that kind of just tracks, right. You have so few people left and it's also like an extremely important round. Uh, so like, trying to get two influencers in there making a, a collective decision is probably going to be messy in a way that like, isn't super compelling TV or is probably just going to result in somebody random going out. Uh, whereas a super, super influencer is a little, is in theory a little bit more exciting It ends up not being as much here. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I did expect though the uh, instant blocking round to be the Marvin vote round. And I think that probably would have been, better because it would have meant that the hacker twist actually had some strategic weight to it, even if you didn't play it perfectly because Jennifer would have been able to successfully get Tamira out. Uh, and then also on top of that, the backlash to the misplays still would have happened, which I think still would have been fine. So
1: yeah, no, definitely for sure. Um, but uh, you know, it, it was an interesting round as it was. Um, yeah. Tom definitely didn't think that he was gonna go from, you know, number two two votes ago to to being the lowest number rated.
0: Yeah, number number one.
1: one. Oh my God! You're right. Number one. Yep. So just a just a terrible downfall.
0: Yeah. Immediate Sorry. immediate fall from grace. Just like you know, influencer to middle of the or number one influencer, middle of the pack, and instant blocked last place.
1: Yeah, um, but it it was fun to see him go and visit Jennifer and like I, I was surprised a little bit in the moment they didn't tell him, but I guess they were just like this is really awkward. We don't want to. Well, it's such good vibes. We don't want to ruin this vibe.
0: Well, no, I, I think it's strategically correct, right? I think that's why Brett was so pushy on it because mm-hmm. they had just experienced their spot being blown up by uh, Sasha. Uh, a.k.a. Shubi exposing the uh, revolutions chat and uh, his goodbye message uh, I think that if Tom goes immediately from Mm -hmm. oh we raided you last in order to eliminate you and save ourselves uh, from that into his goodbye message you could probably guarantee Tom being like yo fuck Jennifer I'm going to make sure that my goodbye message makes it impossible for her to win the game
1: that's fair Definitely. Oh man. Um uh, Oliver, thanks for coming, man. I hope you had a good couple of days in the circle. No. Um horrible spot to be put into the game at. Uh, no. There's no way he was ever gonna win, but really no way he was ever gonna gain any like real traction, right?
0: Yeah, it sucks because like I do think if Oliver is in an initial group on a season of the circle he probably does pretty well uh just from like the small glimpses we've got of his personality um like i think that on average he does well uh and like as we saw from this season uh five out of the initial eight players ends up making the finale in some capacity uh and the other three were pretty just actively bad at the game so like that that's really the line all you have to do is just not be actively bad and just be like somewhat socially competent, which he seemed to be, uh, to to like get by as an, uh, an OG player. Um, so yeah, it definitely just kind of sucks. I'm not really. I I think they they definitely pared back uh, slightly on some of the later, uh, you know, people coming in, um, and I think that that coming in in that slot is still probably like slightly too late for this length of a season uh i i know we have we have like kind of james in season three as a an example of a later player in the u.s version who is able to actually win Uh, but that's like really kind of the only super clear example of that Um, in the uk version it's more common we have like two out of the three winners of the main series uh, were not OG players, but that's also because that series is a lot longer. It's like twenty something episodes as opposed to only thirteen, and it's like uh, almost a month as opposed to like two and a half weeks. So, it, with 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 how short it is, you really kind of need to not have as many players come in, in my opinion. Uh, I prefer maybe lengthen it to sixteen episodes plus a finale. Uh, I don't know what your opinion on that would be, uh, or if that's too long. I, I mean, I'd I'd like to see it. You know, so yeah. let's let's try it because I don't
1: think, I don't think it works like very well to have someone come in this late, like to the point where it's just like, I'm not even gonna bother like thinking about this player because yeah. there's no way that they're gonna matter.
0: Yeah, I mean, even Tamira, to a degree, felt like after the Tamira versus. Uh, Tasha or Sasha, um, arc kind of resolved itself and she mm-hmm. went out. It didn't, it didn't seem like Tamira really had any rounding at all in the game and was basically just kind of there. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> even at the like reunion, uh, she didn't really contribute a lot. Even the round table, she didn't really contribute a lot. Uh, I was perplexed that she seemed surprised that she lost. Uh, because, like, that was, like, the easiest Chuck. Obviously, she's not winning ever. Like, I was even more confident that she wasn't winning than Jennifer wasn't winning. Um. So, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's so. I mean, best case scenario for these players to come in this late is uh, you're, like, Ed, and you get to go on the challenge. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, That's well, nice. I mean, like I said, like, like the, the ceiling, obviously, is, like, is going to be like James uh, from U.S. Circle Season 3. Uh, like, that's, like, very, very unique circumstance. Uh, he was able to make very quick inroads, uh, very easily kind of bust apart the OGs into, like, kind of a, a civil war. Uh, and that really was just not going to happen here because we had, like, the... The only like civil war in the OGs was like everybody except, uh, or everybody versus Marvin. And then when Marvin is removed, you still have this solid three block of Chaz, Sam, and Raven, who are pretty easily able to just ride it out to the top three. Right. And, you know, it's, yeah, it is what it
1: is. I guess this is a drawback of, of the format. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one they don't seem interested in fixing.
0: No, I mean, I, I think the fix is just to make the season... I think the only fix you can re- realistically make is to just make the season longer, right? Like, give, give the players who come in late more time to actually get a social foothold. Um, and then obviously, like, cut off the new players entering way sooner before the end of the, the series. And that way you don't right. have to rush these late rounds where you have to do these double eliminations Uh, are like these quick like instant blocking things like it's you can kind of have an extra day in there where they play a game uh, and do nothing else uh, to like be able to give these people time to more socially integrate Uh, that's pretty much it like there's no like even even then the new players are still going to be (laughs) at a disadvantage on average and even then the last person to enter is still probably never going to win uh, or, like, almost never have a chance to win. Just, like, it, it, it's possible for people. Like, I think that, you know, in a perfect world, a Jennifer or Tom could have won this season with different uh, outcomes, right? Right. But I think somebody coming in in the Oliver slot is, like, almost always going to be just dead in the water. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, Um.
1: I feel like... I, I feel like there's no other way to do the circle right I guess you could have like a a jury of the people eliminated do the rankings for the winner mm-hmm. that'd be kind of interesting but other than that like you can't play in a a visible game and win the circle right like no one's ever gonna vote for Chaz number one to the point where he can win
0: um it I would say for the most part yes at this point yes like i think like i think the closest you could point to something like that would be like a joey right um or like like it's 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 hard like you you can be visible but you can't be visible and clearly socially dominant yeah. all the way through Joey at least
1: had had Shuby to like take a lot of the attention off of him.
0: Yeah, like the like Chaz was visible on another level. Like Mm -hmm. he he was again an influencer almost every single time. And the the time he wasn't, I think he was third. Uh, Right. So like it, there's just no way. Like people, there were people in the circle who were tanking Chaz's rating, and he was still becoming influencer, and they were like. I don't know what i'm supposed to do at this point uh like obviously like i can't not make him influencer if i'm putting him like second to last and he's still being influencer what else am i supposed to do yeah um so yeah like when when you're that far out in front of like the second most visible player that's like not salvageable as (laughs) in terms of winning yeah and even still, he almost, he got close. He came he in, did. like, coming in second is, is way, like, I expected, like you said, him to come in third or fourth. Yeah, right? me too. Yeah,
1: so good for him. Um, what, do we, what do we think of Sam as a winner?
0: Um, I think, uh, I think I said this over text to you, right, where uh, basically of the three of Sam, Chaz, and Raven, uh, like them as a trio, like were basically unmatched for the entire season socially. Uh, like they were uh, rock solid. Uh, a lot of that was through Chaz uh, because he was independently close to both Sam and Raven more so than they were close to each other. So in a lot of ways, Chaz kind of kind of kept that trio rock solid. Uh, so like. Obviously it makes sense that that trio ends up being one through three. Uh, As far as Sam compared to Chaz and Raven, I think she just made the fewest unforced errors of the three. Uh, Like we just, we just basically went over why Chaz was never going to win. Uh, I do think that like when push comes to shove, uh, Raven blocking Marvin ultimately loses her the game here uh, because she eliminates her kind of pocket vote that, if she was, if she would had been able to get uh, cha- uh get Marvin to the finale, Marvin cannot win, and Marvin is still probably putting Raven first in the final rating, in which case Raven is probably the winner of the season. So, I would say Sam arguably had very little um, agency. She was influencer once, but in that influencers uh, session uh everything she had got into <laughs> planning to do was completely undone and she caved to raven which ended up being correct uh but yeah so i i think that yeah that's kind of where we sit. sam was just overall very likable uh in the power alliance not seen as uh super threatening despite being broadly likable and didn't make any obvious unforced strategic errors So, solid winner. I mean, was it like impressive gameplay? No, Uh, but like you don't need super impressive gameplay to win the circle. It's it's like it's like almost one of the you know uh, rawest reality like social games in terms of like it's basically a popularity contest. So like you can't you can't like out strategize a popularity contest all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I think ultimately pretty entertaining season of the circle. What do you think? You've seen like every season of the circle, so what, what's your yeah? Yeah,
0: um, I would say, I would say probably middle of the road. Uh, I think like there were some good like drama moments. Uh, a lot of the arcs were pretty solid. Like we talked about like, the Marvin arc and like the Jennifer downfall arc, the Jennifer and Tom. Uh, like alliance into betrayal uh, was really solid. Uh, like this trio kind of writing things all the way through. I think Sam as a winner from a story perspective is really good. Uh, even like you know uh, apropos of her being strategic or social in a specific way. Uh, I think Chaz as like kind of a domineering like anti villain or whatever you want to call him. Be compelling. Gameplay and strategy perspective, eh, I, there wasn't a lot to chew on uh, compared to a lot of other seasons. Uh, I, I don't. There wasn't really like a super strong villain. Uh, so I, I, it's hard because like I, I really like villains, and it felt like there wasn't really one. Like I think like they tried to make Jennifer the villain, but. Like at best, Jennifer was like a bumbling villain, but also the rootable underdog in a lot of ways, so it, it didn't really work, at least for me. So I don't know what were your thoughts on your kind of overall thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought uh the cast was very interesting and likable. Like you said, there was no villain. Um, you know, based on the reaction to some of the villains I've seen on Twitter, maybe a good thing. Uh, some people got Got a lot of shit for playing a villain on the circle which uh yeah. is crazy to me i mean people need to need to chill I, I think that sums up twitter the best is like everyone here needs to calm down well,
0: um as far as <laughs> circle villains like i said on this podcast before like i love manrica like mm. from the uk series three like one of my all-time favorite reality tv villains i think that like the the amount that she leaned into it and like she wasn't sufferable at, at points. <laughs> uh but like she's like beautiful. Like that's kind of my gold standard for like uh, a compelling villain in the circle. And she gets like this kind of face crack downfall moment in the end. And it's like it's it's very it's like a very good arc for a character and for a villain's I that's kind of my gold standard and nothing really even touched that in the season so right
1: yeah no not really nothing was too villainous in this season more like jennifer was like a villain of of circumstance like jennifer didn't ask for the hacker power they just just got the hacker power and used it and that was villainous i guess in of, of itself even though they're just doing what the show wanted them to do so yeah, but I mean like I said, I I enjoyed it. And I was I was happy to bring back this show and, and talk about the circles. It's been very fun.
0: Yeah, no, definitely uh fun to talk about again. Uh you know, I uh, I assume there'll be a season 6. Uh I'd be excited to talk about that uh if one that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh I guess anything I mean, else the from the show
1: your... has to cost $12 to make, right? Well, like
0: no, I mean they will definitely It
1: has a high budget, I'm sure, but not compared to like scripted shows.
0: You would think, but the UK version got canceled, right? Like, uh, in my opinion, the UK version is was higher quality and Mm. theoretically should have been easier to produce since the set is in London, like the 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 US uses is still also in London. It's It's still the the
1: circle set. set. I'm pretty sure every country that has a circle
0: show uses the circle building oh no it might be in manchester actually i think it's in manchester not london Mm. but either way it's in it's in england (laughs) so like there's no excuse for like the the circle uk to have gotten canceled in my opinion the all three of the civilian versions and even the celebrity version was fun yeah Uh, so
1: listen i don't know if they just have moved away from reality television over there the the had big brother on for years and years and then they stopped it which is insane to me because like big brother to me is like first and foremost like the show from england you know um but i also wonder if um like they just like aren't reality tv that much but is there a world maybe where one day like they give the rights to netflix like i don't know what channel owns
0: it but like it's channel four uh, mm-hmm. is the channel on in the uk that it was on i don't know what the like in terms of production company what, what who owns it um mm-hmm. i would love you know obviously i don't i don't think you've seen any of the three series no three, i haven't i seen guess three and, and a half series before. like i i think that would be it would be really cool if they put them on netflix at some point for like viewers, yeah. so that you can watch those because i think all three series have their own, uh, like, I think that if I were to rank the eight civilian series between U S and UK, uh, like, I think that all three of the UK series would be in my like top four of that eight. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, it's just better in my opinion, the same way that I would say that like on average, BB can seasons are higher quality than modern BB us seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, similarly i would say that the circle uk seasons are better so yeah
1: i guess they just don't have that uh that dog in them anymore to just like ring every bit of value out mm. of a cheaply made show
0: yeah and again i do think that a lot of it comes down to the length i think the length i think the longer seasons like it's just not even not even like they don't have to be crazy long like a lot of them are like 24 episodes like i think 16 to 20 episodes is the sweet spot uh, and uh, I don't know, I think there's a lot that they can do and a lot more drama is able to come out when people are able to get a good hate into them. Uh, because we kind of saw that start to develop at the end of this season, uh, where you know Sam kind of got really pissy at Jennifer, but that kind of fizzled and never went anywhere because there was no time for it to go anywhere, there was no time for Sam to do anything about it or to like actually confront Jennifer in a way that mattered. Uh, or for jennifer to see any like meaningful consequence other than coming last in the final ratings um so yeah i don't know i i think that's probably the the primary issue is that like by the time interesting things start happening on the us version the show ends (laughs) so yeah
1: it is it is uh, just so weird to me that like netflix clearly owns like a few versions of the circle just not the original version, and they yeah. can't get it for some reason.
0: Not, not you know, not the, in my opinion, most uh, uh, consistently higher, highest quality version. Yeah, which so, is a classic. You know, as we, you know, as we referenced, uh, you know, in terms of can in terms of Paramount, Paramount Plus, like in my opinion, the best season of BBKan is the one season that's not on Paramount. <laughs> naturally, naturally. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Uh, anything else? for for this season
0: um no i think that's pretty much it um and then uh you know, i guess uh other than that we'll be back uh next in terms of reality tv content to talk about uh is survivor 42 I, or BBK 11 first
1: i think survivor 42 comes the first week of march
0: okay so i think it's, it's 44
1: 44 what, what do we say what are we on now yeah, I, guess I said 42 but i meant 44
0: yeah, what I I might have also the wrong number. I don't know what number I said. <laughs> what, what, we've we've already wiped Survivor Forty Three from our minds. Yep. Doesn't yeah, doesn't exist anymore. Um, yeah, so we'll be back either with the blindsiders, uh, me Brian and Dylan, to talk about that uh, with Survivor Forty Four, uh, or we'll be back with the half not room to talk about BB Can Eleven. Whichever comes first, I don't, they're probably around the same time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, look forward probably. to either of those, if those are, uh, shows that you're interested in, I am very, uh, hopeful that survivor can bounce back. Cause you know, we talked about, uh, you know, being a little bit, uh, you know, disappointed with survivor 43, um, uh, yeah, but. Uh, BB Can has been on a uh, two-season uh, rise since the BB Can 8 season got canceled because of COVID. Right, right. BB Can 9 and 10 were both fire, uh, you know, in my opinion, two of the best series or seasons mm-hmm. in the series' history. Um, BB Can 10 is, again, probably a top-five season of reality television for me. Uh, so a lot to live up to for BB Can 11.
1: Definitely, definitely so. We'll be here covering those. I'm very excited for both of those. Um, I, I have faith that Survivor 44 will be better than Survivor 43. Maybe it's like blind That's,
0: faith. It would be hard worse. for it to be worse.
1: It'd be hard for it to be worse. That's very fair. Um, and you know, 42 I felt like was very good. So maybe it's like the even
0: mm-hmm. seasons are true are a little better. Well, they they, they they mess around a lot, and and the <laughs> odd number season they're like, okay, this shit didn't work. For the second one in the cycle, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and, so and good I, luck too, to
1: anyone getting
0: on a on an yeah. odd number season going forward. Yeah. From and from the preview and from what I've seen of the like cast, uh, it it looks to be a really fun cast. But again, yeah. it's like very little information on. Definitely, and you know, it seems like a lot of production people uh, are more enthusiastic in their uh, their celebration of forty four. Whereas in 43 a lot of it felt very forced. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: reminds me the meme I saw where someone had like Jeff Prost before the worst season of survivor you've ever seen and just Karen being like, I'm psyched. I'm so psyched. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: accurate. You you can usually tell though when it's like fake enthusiasm mm-hmm. where it's just like this is the greatest season ever. Uh, yeah. i promise <laughs> we're ver- versus like uh oh this this season was actually kind of pretty. you know, you might actually yeah. want to tune in for this one
1: <laughs> yeah when jeff's saying stuff like you're gonna see things on this season that you've not seen before <laughs> yeah it's like marketing mm-hmm. talk it's <laughs> Like, <laughs> what does that mean
0: jeff oh no His- history was certainly made
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. of course i know, not like the lukewarm like i think people are gonna
0: like it i think they're really gonna like this season <laughs> Yeah, there like there's that. there's some people in the season that, that you're gonna connect with.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but uh, you know, if it's a bad season, we'll
0: last through it here. and roast it, and yeah, yeah.
1: talk about it. So uh, and I
0: complain about it in every other podcast we do mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. forward, as we did on this podcast with BB22 and Survivor 43.
1: It'll be interesting if anything can uh, dethrone the the BB22 as our most hated covered season of something.
0: Well, I mean, I. I probably hated covering Celebrity BB3 more. That's um, true. Just because it I was looking was, at our
1: playlist. We did three episodes that season of a yeah. show
0: that like went on for longer than The Circle did. Yeah, no, it was like uh, that. that's covering that show was just like painful to the point where I didn't want to, like there was no point during BB22 where I was like, okay, I'm completely done. It was just like, oh, I'm bored. There's nothing to talk about. Right. Like it, it wasn't like we were stuck inside.
1: Anything. We were captive. Yeah. Uh, like it was the height of the pandemic in terms of like people not going places and doing things. And we were just stuck mm-hmm. watching um, a season of Big Brother that we had spent years building up in our heads. It was like All Stars 2 going to be so sick one day. And then it was awful. Yeah. No, I
0: mean, yeah. I, I think that's like the difference. Whereas, like, you know, I, I would. I don't know if this is a controversial or like a hot take, but I would rather talk about a boring season for months than a season that I actively hate watching for weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, because like, like there was at least, there was a couple of things to talk about with BB22. Like, and the podcasts were relatively short. Uh, so it wasn't like a lot. Whereas like Celebrity Big Brother 3, there was a good amount to talk about. It just like, it made me uh, unhappy to talk about it and watch it. Yeah. So, yep.
1: With Thank that, you. anything you want to plug?
0: Uh, no, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter, I guess, at Ben Sharon. Uh, I don't like Twitter anymore. <sighs> I, I hate the platform. <laughs> it, you know, it's, I think uh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every new change that's made to the platform makes me hate it more uh and uh that's why i don't really tweet anymore um but maybe i'll uh you know maybe if and when we actually get a good season of big brother uh bb can 11 fingers crossed uh i'll be able to do some like you know live feed uh, live tweeting or something like that Uh, because i do enjoy live tweeting about feeds on a good season of big brother just that that has not happened <laughs> recently and BB can 10 I loved but I was always behind and like catching up or like watching feeds and not really tweeting about it so like you know uh that would have probably been the time where I would have done it so I'm, I'll try and you know if BB can 11 is good I'll try and like tweet it catch me there
1: you didn't try there I'm also uh, I, thought my, the I thought that was my earphone. No, no. I
0: was like "Uh, not <laughs> me or you <laughs> staying
1: in it's too late in the podcast for me to edit it no, um, yeah no obviously I'm, I'm very similar with Twitter I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of it these days um, I th- I, I've never been someone who tweets a lot but I've definitely tweeted a lot less um, over the last like few months but uh, I'm still there I'm still the fake humor there um I do want to plug a new podcast that's on this channel. Came out the day we're recording it, the day before this comes out, which is worth fighting for. It's a post show for The Last of Us. I'm doing with Tamore, who's, you know, one of the co-founders with Ben and I, of Wicked Good Everything and by Extension, Better Radio and Sports and all that. Uh, we're talking about The Last of Us. Uh, I mean those real spoilers, but like we both really enjoyed the first episode, so uh, that was fun to do, and I'm hoping like we'll get to have you know more of the extended universe. We can get everything people on as the season goes along. So, i uh, look for you know everyone there. And uh, other than that, we sports posts almost every single day and after this in like five minutes. I'm about to record a podcast about the Bruins, also gonna drop the same day that this drops over here a bourbon go over to wicked get sports check that out uh, main channel is of course wicked get everything we're on twitter uh Get sports wg everything instagram wicked everything, twitch at Twitch.tv, slash wicked everything we, can, we can actually streamed something on our twitch channel but uh it, it will it will be used at some point soon i streamed pokemon semi recently that was more just to make sure all my equipment still works. To be honest, but uh, yeah, check us out there and uh, check us out on TikTok uh, at We we'll Hear You to Everything. Ben, thank you so much for your time, as always, and your expertise. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all in the next one.